Geico presents oh, yet another voicemail from your roommate. Hi. So, about the kitchen. Turns out when there's a grease fire, you're not supposed to throw water on it. <laughs> Who would have known, right? Anyways, the fire department is here and it's totally cool. Can we call back when you get a chance? The Geico Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected. Like if danger is your roommate's middle name. Visit Geico.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. What the hell is wrong with me? My mom and dad were perfect, but still you don't hear no crying ass bitching from me. What the seems to be on everybody's CD. So just sit back and relax and let me have your head for a minute. I can show you something in it that has yet to be presented. Oh yeah. Click, click, boom. I'm coming down on the stereo. Hey, this is Sugar Shane coming at you with another episode of the Sanctuary Sweet Truth. Got my co-host with me, Billy Dees. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing real good. Thank you. Have a pretty good weekend? Yeah, it was pretty good. Can't complain. Um, although it was kind of cold, but uh, all things considered, oh, it was okay. a cold-ass weekend, man. God, oh, nice. terrible. Damn, below zero wind chill shit ain't for me. Cryogenics for the living is what it was. Right, right. Uh... I don't know what she's going to say, but my wife here, she wants to say something, so I'm going to give her the mic for a minute and let her say All what right. she gets to say. All right. Pray for me. Hey, Billy. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing real good. Thanks. Good. Um, hi to anybody who's listening, too. I'm Christina, Shane's wife, and I just wanted to say that I was sitting around this morning getting ready for work and I was thinking to myself because Shane talks a lot about his career and stuff and he told me about what you said about how he really enjoyed doing podcasts with you and uh-huh. um, it made me think um, back. We've been together for 13 years now and wow. he's been do- like dabbling in podcasts. He's never stuck around and done anything like this for as long as he's done and I just think that you guys work really well together, and I'm very proud of you guys both for sticking oh, wow. it out. I think that, I mean, I was, like, um, just from January of 2017 till December of 2017, you guys have done at least 100 episodes. And right. I just thought that that's just, it's awesome. So. Oh well, thank you. That's so. That's really nice to hear. Um, yeah, he's a. Uh, uh, it's been a good uh, a partnership, and I told him a, a couple episodes back. <clears throat> he has been a good influence on me. Uh, he's he's loosened me up a little bit, and it's been a very positive thing to be working with him. So thank you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I very think much. that you guys both inspire each other, and I think that you guys both work well together. And like I said, he he loves doing the podcast, and this is something that we take on vacations with us, and this is something oh. that he just doesn't do for fun. 
something. I mean, it's just something he right. loves to do. And like I said, he's been doing this for, I don't even know how long. I mean, for the longest time since I've known him wanting to do podcasts and he's never stuck with anything this long. So oh, I just want to say that I was really proud of him and really proud of you. And I think you guys work, like I said, you guys have really good shows. And obviously you have listeners because I, I mean, he tells me about all the shows that have been downloaded and everything. So, right. I mean, he keeps me updated with all the stats. So I just wanted to say that I, because I was just kind of, like I said, looking at the, the podcast and stuff this morning and just was thinking, because he's, like I said, he doesn't stick to with too much stuff and, you know, I don't know. You guys have been going at it for about a year and a half now, and I've, right. I I just think it's awesome that you guys are well, doing it. Oh, thank you very much. You made my day. Absolutely. Yeah. That's very wonderful. Thank well, you. Well, I just wanted to tell you guys that because I'm very proud of both of you. Thank you. So, all right. Well, here's Sugar Shane back, and uh, all enjoy your show. Nice talking to you. We'll have yep. to hang out Likewise. Sometime. Thank you very much. Yeah. Mm. Bye. No. I didn't know what she was going to say. She wouldn't tell me, so. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> well, that was very nice. That was very nice. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, and I didn't pay her and, or nothing like that, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think we do do well together. I think we do a pretty good job, and I'm not trying to, you know, say I'm patting myself on the back, but I guess sometimes you have to, you know. Right. Oh, certainly. Yeah, there, there's you- a... There comes a time when you have to speak about yourself, and uh, it isn't always self-grandizement to do that. Yeah, I don't think of myself. I'm not like a, you know, have a delusions of grandeur or anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did go to Earl's birthday party this weekend, and uh, I know you weren't able to maybe because of difficulties and things going on, so uh, Uh, not going into all that, but uh, but it was a good time. I got, huh? I had card trouble, too, on top of everything else. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And uh, I went and got there around 8, and I ended up not leaving until about 12.30. So, yeah, we had a pretty good time. Uh, just sit there, and they ended up, like I said, they ended up having the Falcons game on, and they won. Now they got to, think, face the Eagles this week, I believe. Whew, that's going to be a beast. It's going to be hard to beat. Yeah. And then uh, uh, the Bulldogs are playing a national championship game as we speak, and at halftime they're up thirteen to nothing. So that's good for me. But, uh, cool. Uh, I saw a story today, and it made me realize how stupid and gullible some people can be. Okay. I was watching Unsolved Mysteries. I've been watching the reruns on uh, with Robert Stack back when he was on in the early nineties. Oh yeah. Wow, yeah. I got Amazon Prime, so I've been watching it on there. They got like 12 seasons of the shit. So I've been uh-huh. watching it at night, you know. Some of them I remember, some of them, you know. I've probably seen every episode, no shit, because I was there every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock watching that like damn clockwork. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but some of them I don't remember, so I go back and rewatch them. But I was watching this particular one, they were talking about crop circles. Now, I don't know what your take is on crop circles. I'm not. Th- I don't think it's wind direction. Right. Like the world, you know, world wind just starts turning and making these patterns. Right, right, right. And still, and yet, I'm not sold that it's fucking UFOs coming down here and landing either. No. Mm-mm. Well, they had well, these. You, Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say I have an answer for you, but I wanted you to finish your point. Well, I was just telling the story. They had these crop circles that were made over, think over in, God, I forget where it was at. I think it was in England. That's, that's UK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, after it was done, 
two drunk guys, or they weren't drunk at the time, but they came forward afterwards and admitted that they were out one night, drunk as hell, and decided to do this in the field. And the people that are diehard, got to believe UFOs are landing, said there's no way, we don't believe it, because we know that two drunk men couldn't make something so, uh, you know. Intricate, yeah. Yeah, intricate is this. I'm like, intricate? It's some circles with lines, man. I said, you don't even know what the fuck it says. Hell, you could have made those patterns in a damn week. Don't take no damn geniuses to make go around with circles. Well, it's been a while since I've uh, researched this, but uh, I'm pretty sure that the BBC caught them. Oh. They had some, uh, they had some um, uh, night cameras, and uh, they, they strapped these boards onto their feet. And they would press the corn down and go in a crisscross pattern and make those circles. That's how they did it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, the believers still won't let go of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn, dude, what do you got to be hitting the goddamn head? <clears throat> I mean, that's ridiculous. I don't understand that virgin. I don't understand that, that form of stupidity. Like I said, to be ignorant of something's one thing. But when you get hit with the hardcore evidence, the smoking yeah. gun, so to fucking speak, and you still don't damn see it, that's when it yeah. comes pure out stupidity. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, uh, and they pretty much outlined how those guys did it uh, in terms of squashing down the, 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 the vegetation and so forth, uh, the crop. And uh, one of the other mysteries was how did they get those straight lines at night, and they explained how they did it. They Simply picked a dis, uh, an object off in the distance, and uh, used like a little thing on their visor cap, and right. that just followed it. That's really right. all it was. Yeah, so. nothing genius about it. It's just <clears throat> no, no. Know, in, ingenuity, more or less. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't. I never have bought none of that shit. But that's just me, you know. I don't know so if y'all do, great. Mm-hmm. I did get the promo done for the new SKO show coming up cool. January 23rd. Um, I got sent it to Earl. He's going to get it into the loop as soon as he can. Uh, I thought it was pretty good, but uh, decent. And uh, so I am, I am going to play it on the show here, but I'm going to wait till the uh, 22nd, the day before the show actually starts. So I'm not going to bother playing it tonight or that. Right. Have you heard? Where Oprah Winfrey, people are trying to get her to talk about running for president. Yeah, that's been going on for a long time. And as a matter of fact, the the right-wingers are already digging up um, a lot of controversial comments that she made over the years and a lot of controversial uh, associations she's had, including that Weinstein guy. Um, So, and... and I don't know. I don't know if she wants to enter that fray or not. That's a... Well, they need to That's bring a, up that video of uh, Donald Trump saying in 1999 he'd want her for his vice president. Well, you know, I, I'm old enough to remember when they were both becoming very famous, and they fed off of each other. I mean, Donald Trump was on her show all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're two peas in a pod as far as that goes. Now, I, I, and here again, I want to be clear, I'm not saying that they're both equally good or bad people, but I'm just saying right. that they come from the same generation. And they come from the TV world, and they come from that land of celebrity. And quite frankly, I don't, 
I, I didn't like Donald Trump for that reason, and I don't understand why it is when it comes to picking the president of the United States. And everybody says, well, you need an outsider. You need somebody that comes out of politics. What, what other field do you say that about? Would you go to a doctor and say, you know, I want a doctor who's never really worked in medicine before because right. I want some new ideas. Right. Or, you know, or would you go to a lawyer that's never practiced, you know, um, you know, the law before because, well, I don't want a lawyer because he's they're stuck in all those old, old ideas about the law. You know, it's ridiculous. And right. the, uh, the idea that we shouldn't have a statesman, that we should not have somebody who is skilled in politics, that we should not have somebody who is skilled in public service become president is, is I just do not understand that. Right. I do not understand that. Now, Ronald Reagan, a lot of people say, well, Reagan was an actor. Well, Reagan was an actor amongst a host of other things. He was already a governor of California. Oh, oh yeah. He was a governor of, the, of the, the largest economy in the United States. And at that time, I'm not sure where it ranked. It's one of the largest economies in the world now. And uh, he was um, – uh, for many, many years, he was governor. And then prior to that, he was involved in politics. Um, so this is, uh, you know, it's very unfair to say, oh, well, he was an actor because they, he, that was just something that he did among a, a bunch of other stuff. He was very much a skilled a statesman by the time he ran for president of the United States. And you could say that about Kennedy. You could say that about you know, Nixon. You could say that about uh, Eisenhower. You could say that about all the all the major presidents that we've had that are considered a success. And um uh, and the ones that were failures, too. But uh, the idea that uh, we need somebody who doesn't know anything about politics to be president of the United States is something that I've never understood. Right. And I don't like the celebrity culture that that elected Trump, and I don't wouldn't like the celebrity culture that would elect Oprah Winfrey. And I mean, right. we need uh, we need people who are states people who know how government works, who know how public policy works. But we need how- one that ain't crooked. Yeah. And that's a tough one, too. Yeah, when they want it, ain't going to lie to your damn face and ain't a damn crook. I want somebody. I'm not saying he's got to be a saint. I don't give a damn what he does at night and sneaks out and does. I really don't give a shit. As long as he ain't giving damn government documents to the fucking enemy, I don't care. (laughs) But when he's in the White House, I want him to be straightforward and honest with us. I want him to say, look. I'm going to try to get this bill to pass, but to be honest with you, I don't know if it's going to go fucking through or not because this party or that party ain't going to be with me. Don't yeah. get up there and tell us a bunch of bullshit. That's what I'm saying. You think you can't yeah. find it? You can't find it. Well, they say Trump's ready to talk to Kim Young Won Dong Dong or whatever from North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that's going to happen. I don't think so either. I know China has gripped sanctions. I believe. Um. But they are. They do say that North Korea has hurt, has been hurt by these sanctions. Oh, I'm sure. But um, I don't. And it's probably the poor people that are suffering the most. Right. Oh yeah, Uh, by far. I mean, that motherfucker ain't hurting. He's still walking around, getting rode around in a limo and shit. He ain't hurting. Right. Uh. But we'll see. I'm like you. I don't think that meeting will ever happen, man. Donald Trump, if he ever goes, he better make sure his ass comes here. If I was him, I wouldn't go there. That's not any kind of incline, you know, I'm just saying, you never fucking know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the dude's a damn crazy fucker. So, I mean, uh, 
Well, you know, they've got a lot of talk going on about marijuana being legalized and everything going on now. California just passed recreational marijuana. That is correct, yeah. And uh, whether you're for or against it, that's up to you. I'm not getting into that whole beef. I know where I stand. I'm for it. Don't have a problem with it. I understand you can't drive on all that other shit, but that's not, you know, here nor there. Right. There's a paper, I've never heard of it till today, called the Daily Stormer. You ever heard of it? Daily Star? Stormer. Stormer, Storm. no, I haven't heard yeah. of that. No. Apparently, it's a neo-Nazi magazine, which is why we probably haven't heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what that one is. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you know what I'm saying is I'm glad you asked it. Go, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what it is. I read it every week. <laughs> every day. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> Don't miss an issue. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, they're saying that the Jews are the ones behind all these states getting marijuana legal because they're trying to uh, get America stoned oh, uh-huh. out of their mind. I mean, you know what? The funny fucking thing is, I guarantee you half of them fucking KKK members and them neo-fucking Nazis smoke the shit, too. Yeah. Just being honest, you ever looked at the side of some of them fuckers? You know they do. You know they own something. Yeah, they're definitely on something. So I, I don't have a problem with it being legalized. The problem with it right now is is a political problem because you have oh, Jeff, yeah. Jeff Sessions, who uh, you know is trying one. to put a kibosh on it. And uh, the the problem with uh, any large business is how to manage your money and and with it being illegal on a federal level uh they have limited access to the federal banking system and the federal uh you know insurances uh, credit card machines and all these other types of of payment are under you know federal jurisdiction jurisdiction to some kind of of some kind or another so you have these, uh, from what I understand, in, in Colorado, there's this new uh, security uh, boom where, you know, these guys that have security companies are escorting these uh, guys who close up their shops at night to deposit just enormous amounts of cash because oh, yeah. they, can't, you know, they can't handle uh, uh, other types of payment. So, and when you have, you know, these few states over here got it legal, these few states over here got it kind of legal, these few, you, you, you can't do it. It really has to be on a federal level, somebody yeah, lifting the I think the so, too. I think it needs to be eventually. They yeah. got to stop this shit. Yeah. It's just stupid not to be. There's too much money not being made from it that you could be making money for in this country. And uh, not only from a federal government level and the tax way, but as far as the farmer level, there's so much money that could be made. Yeah, and then consumers well, can, and no pun intended, consumers can get it and be happy. <laughs> yeah. We're going down the road here with uh, what we went through with prohibition, mm-hmm. and um, I, 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 I don't drink either. Right. Okay? Um, and the fact of the matter is, is that the unspoken truth. When you hear t- people talking about marijuana being a gateway drug, I'll tell you what the un- I'll, I'll tell you what the real gateway drug is and that's alcohol and, oh, and you're never, you're, you're never going to convince me otherwise right. i i've been around it too much I've, I've known too many alcoholics and drugs and alcohol go together like peanut butter and chocolate right okay i i've never i i don't know that i've known any of anybody that's had a drug problem that hasn't also been, been a alcoholic. drinker yeah 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 they usually go hand in hand 
and uh, uh, th- that's what. I, and and by the same token, I've known a lot of potheads who that's all they that's all they do is pot. Oh yeah. You know they don't they don't they don't drink and get out of hand. They don't do harder drugs. Their 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 thing I, is pot. Yeah, I know people that are potheads that won't even touch a beer. Yeah, they won't yeah. even drink a beer. And I'm, I'm, I'm and this is just for me. I've never it's never been it never was a gateway thing for me. I never been like you know I got to run out and try heroin or cocaine or meth or something because of weed. That just don't even make any fucking sense to me. Right. I think that's a person that's already got a bad mentality to begin with. Yeah. Out bad outlook on life. All they're doing is seeking an escape any way they can. They might start with some marijuana, but marijuana is not going to give you that kind of escape from life. And you know what? Nothing is. No. You can try heroin. You can try cocaine. You can try anything in the fucking world that they come out with. But they ain't none yeah. of that going to give you no kind of peace. Except yeah. for when you decide to sit down and say, look, I'm tired of this bullshit. Yeah. And I know I'll make a lot of enemies with this, um, but I, I, as far as I am concerned, I don't have a problem with legalizing prostitution either. I don't. Either. It's legal in other parts of the world, other major countries, uh, you know, and, and they have it, you know, it's it's sanctioned in the right way. You can't have people walking down the middle of the street, but they have it sanctioned right. in the right way. And uh, uh, it works in, in certain areas of Nevada. And it, it it's good for everybody. It's good for the people that work in the ind- industry because they have protections. You don't have problems with pimps and all this other kind of stuff. You don't have the infiltration of of, uh, of it being used as a vehicle for drug di- distribution. Um, you know, it and it's it's safer for everybody involved. And well, just like can, the there can be just controlled like the, test too. Oh, you know, like, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, 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 it can be safer for everybody involved. And. Um, uh, and I'm not saying that there aren't problems with it, but oh, like yeah. the old like the old saying goes, you know, it's the world's oldest profession. Right. It's not going to go anywhere. No. And uh, the best thing to do is is to manage it properly. And uh, uh, I, I I'll say this about gambling too. When it comes to I, 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 my support for these things, have limitations. When it comes to gambling, when it comes to drugs, when it comes to prostitution, you, you you can't say that legalizing vices is the way to fix the economy. You can't do it, okay? And I I don't I'm not a big believer in all this money that's going to come floating in. I I don't believe that that's the answer for what the economy needs. What the oh what I don't economy, think it's going to fix no. the economy because I think no, the economy no. should just be quite frankly it, beyond it, it, being fixed. Uh, my, my <laughs> argument for it is, is because of the fact there's such a demand for it. You might as well control it by legalizing it. And the tax money comes in that is gravy, uh, but it, it's, not, it's not the way to sustain the economy. And these things often get sold as that. When there was the fact, push for the casinos – when there was the push for the casinos in Ohio, that was oh, this was going to be oh, yeah. this is going to be great for Ohio, and we could go on down the line that when they were trying to legalize marijuana here in Ohio, that was the oh, it's going to be so great for the economy. That I don't buy into. I, I don't think it can into. be if it's managed properly. Now, but the thing about it is, with me, is I really wouldn't want it to be so much a federal thing. As far as taxes go, is I want it to be state run more. But of course, the federal government have to get their pinch yeah. off of it too. But oh, I think yeah. the biggest, that, but funny. I think the biggest piece of the tax should go to the state, yeah. and then the state can choose to divvy it up however they want. Certain percentage yeah. to education, certain percentage to this, certain percentage to that. But that's the way it could be handled properly. Is it going to fix your economy? No, no. nine times out of ten, probably fucking not. No, it, well, it's going it to help certain areas, but the, yeah. the more, more, the more and more that it becomes readily available, it's it's just like when 
uh, uh, Las Vegas, obviously very successful with legalized gambling. And, and a lot of states after that said, oh, that's the way to go. Well, you know, it didn't work so well in New Jersey. I mean, they've had some good times and bad times. It just it, it just depends. And my whole thing is the only thing that's going to make the economy approve is by having people working, providing goods and services. That's it. Okay, right. you got to have a productive economy in terms of a technological base, an industrial base, and so on, agriculture, and so on. These are that's the meat and potatoes of a good economy. Legalizing vices might give you a little dessert, but it's not the type of diet that's going to provide a good economy. No, no, you know, it's not. No, I, I think it could be just like, see, I don't know how they done it here. I don't know what it was done here, but I can honestly say, when Zell Miller was in the governor of Georgia. And we had lottery passed down there. Mm-hmm. We don't have the casinos like they have here yet. I know we will eventually. Right, right. But the lottery was passed. I think it was my senior year, 93, if I'm not mistaken. And I won't be honest with you. When he said it was going to be used for schools, by God, it's been used for schools. That's I've good. seen I've seen schools. The school that at my first elementary school, Shit, man. Parts of it looked like somebody dropped a damn bomb on that son of a bitch just about. I mean, it was just a messed right. up piece of shit. But when the lottery passed, I went that was the first time ever the first time I rode that or it didn't even it looked like I was at a museum. Right. It fixed the whole place up. It's bought computers for countless schools. Yeah. That's and cool. things like that. So I mean there I'm not saying for every work. I'm like you, you know, a lot of times shit gets cost, lost in the cracks. It's not yeah, it's not a fix all. No. But uh, but in that case, it did help that particular area, and that's what it's, that's what that goes towards. That's why we got the Hope Scholarship in Georgia. AB AB uh, education when you graduate, if you got a three point oh, I think it is. It, is, but it might be three point five, three point okay. five or higher. They get a free scholarship in the state of Georgia, hmm. and they put you through school if you can maintain that till you graduate. Okay. So, uh, and that's what pays for that is the lottery money. So not saying that's in all cases, just saying. Sure. Do you think Bannon is truly sorry or is he just doing damage control? I don't know. I don't know what happened there. And, uh, he might be feeling the heat. That's what I think. Yeah. I think what happens, he wrote what he really felt in the fucking book. Just to be honest, he told what he said. He told what he thought, and he didn't let nothing hold nothing back. And then when the book was over with, he realized, oh shit! And now he's out of you know damage control, so to speak, but not yeah. not exactly. I don't think he's really, I per se, sorry for anything he said in there because he probably believes every damn bit of it. Yeah. But now it's just trying to save face, and I don't understand that. Why do you want to do that? If you be, if you're gonna write a book and say some shit in it, stick to it. Yeah. I mean, now you look like a real fucking idiot. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't like these guys that uh, are in the inner circle of, of people, whether they're politicians or famous business people or celebrities. And uh, when they leave, they go ahead and write about them and, you know, violate their confidence. I, I think yeah. that's horrible. Well, I, 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 bad I, shit. I don't care who it is. Right. Just because it's Trump and it's somebody you don't like doesn't mean make it okay. I it's know. just I don't I don't like I don't like and what I don't like me, people being betrayed like that. And what pisses me off is CNN and people like Jack Tapper, whatever his name is. He's uh-huh. on motherfucking 
news, you know, six months, eight months ago, bashing the shit out of Bannon, talking about right. how fucking sorry he was. Now, he's like the best damn thing since last fucking Bray. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, and, that's the way politics is. And I don't blame Stephen Miller the other day on a damn thing, because he was condescending when he made that statement. He was being an asshole. Yeah. When he made the statement, well, I'm sure he's a homeless and he'll be proud of you or what, proud you said that or whatever it was he said. Fuck you. He's lucky I didn't put bird right in his fucking face. <laughs> I tell you, you know, that's, he said, oh, and then when he said something about why don't we talk about this because it's my show. And I'll do like, well, fuck you. You're just like Bill O'Brien. And he's on the conservative. But I never could stand him because he would interrupt people when they were talking in an interview. Drove me fucking nuts. You mean O'Reilly? I mean, yeah, Bill O'Reilly. Okay, okay. Yeah. Him. I, I, I mean, I already watched him for a while there. But it got, oh, and, yeah. I'm not, oh, yeah. and I'm not saying everything he says is wrong. Some things he says is not bad. But oh, I yeah. just can't. But I don't give a shit who you're going to have on there. I don't care if you're going to have the head honcho of the satanic church as your guest. Let that motherfucker talk. Yep. Absolutely. When, he, when he's done, that's what I used to like about it, even though a lot of people didn't like him for president. But that black guy ran for president. He's from, he plays in Atlanta. What's his name? He plays on the radio in Atlanta. He uh, got caught sure. with the godfather of pizzas or whatever. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I, I, Herman Cain? Yeah, Herman Cain. Okay. Herman Cain. Okay. okay. But, that's, but that's one thing I used to like he'd do on his radio show. He'd call, he would have a certain time where he would call it the one minute, you know, where you could say anything you want. And when you called right. in, he'd give you a minute. Just He wouldn't say a fucking word, wouldn't interrupt you or nothing, let you give you a whole spiel. And then when he was done, it would be his turn. Right. Kind of like a debate session type deal. And I like when he do that. Because, I mean, I can't, I mean, yeah, Bill O'Reilly drove me nuts with that shit, man. Yeah. Drove me crazy. I'm like, I mean, and Judge Judy's another fucker I can't stand. I can't oh, okay. stand Judge Judy. I mean, a damn defender of the plaintiff would go to say something and she'd be like, oh, that ain't true. No, yeah. that didn't happen. I'm like, how the fuck do you know? They ain't saying but four damn words. Right. Are you the all in power for fucking eyes up there? <laughs> Right, <laughs> but nah, that's, but I don't blame Steve Miller. Like I said, Alex Trebek, I guess, is apparently either going to or undergoing brain surgery. You heard about that? I, I believe it's already done. Oh, is it already done? Yeah. Okay, I yeah, wasn't sure could, which. I, I know he he fell he in fell? October. Okay, and that's what caused him to have to have the brain surgery. I forget what it was. He got the term. He's got there. some blood clots or something. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. It. Yeah, but um. I'm glad he's all right. Actually, when I first heard about it, because all it said on the, ta- on the title is Alex Trebek undergoes brain surgery. I thought I was going to start reading it. It's going to be from under- from listening to all them fucking questions all these years. He doesn't have some kind of problem with his brain tumor or something. But I'm glad he's all right. No shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. From what I understand, that type of I, – I, I could be wrong. I, your brother would know a lot more about this than I do, but uh, – uh, from what I understand, uh, that type of surgery isn't as bad as it sounds. So no. it's probably not. It's probably. I mean, when I seen an interview with him, I guess it was probably after the fact. He looked fine to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, the Democrats are back on that. Their big thing now is the Democrat, the mental stability of Donald Trump. And I don't, you know, whatever. You're never going to prove that unless he actually takes a, a, a psychiatric test. And I don't see the fucker doing that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, he won't even give his income tax back. Why the hell would he go have a psychiatric test done? He he's going for some sort of a uh, a physical or something this week. Oh, is he? Yeah. 
Well, that's probably just going to be as like, psh, bend over and cough or whatever the fuck it is you do. <laughs> that's yeah, probably it's like blood work and everything. I mean, you well, can, blood uh, work. Yeah, they'll do. Yeah, they'll do blood work. Yeah. What's that they can find? Uh, shit. I forget which mental. There is one mental disease that comes out in your blood, and I think. But I can't really? remember what it is. Yeah, I can't remember which one it is, though. Because, but I think it's because it's, you get it through sexually transmitted. Well, syphilis can make you crazy. Syphilis. Yeah, that's it. Syphilis yeah. can be found in the blood. That's what it is. Uh, Bilicek. They're saying that, I don't know how much true this is. They're saying that him and Donald, uh, Tom Brady ain't getting along too good. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't either. I mean, I do know that he is rumored to be leaving possibly at the end of this year, and he's interested in a job in uh, New York Giants, which is a possibility only because, and I'm not saying it's because him and Tom Brady ain't getting along, but we know Tom Brady ain't got much longer to play. This could, we don't know yet. This could be his last year, maybe next year, maybe his last I don't know. They ain't got too many years under his belt. And Bill Belichick's done about everything he can do with that thing. And yeah. uh, he uh, he's done about all he can do with that team. And he, uh, I think, if he goes to the Giants, it'll give him a chance to take another piss poor team. Matter of fact, they're probably in better shape than ever than the Patriots was when he got them, and help them, you know. Yeah. Give him, if he wants to continue coaching, because where is that now? I just don't think he's feeling challenged. I don't as know. far as personally, because I mean, he's the type of guy I think he wants to have a challenge. But I thought he would retire with the Patriots, though, to be honest. Yeah, I, heard- I don't know. I, I've heard different things. A lot of I heard um, one of the NFL guys before the games on Sunday was saying that uh, this type of thing coming from a well-structured organization is not uncommon. And the Patriots are about as well structured as you can get. You know, when you start having, oh, yeah. you know, goofball franchises, when you start hearing that kind of talk, that's when down. people are dividing up. Yeah, right. yeah, they're good so. from the top down, man. But uh, let's see, uh, did you hear about this H and M photo? H and M magazine. It's an H&M magazine. I've seen it a few times. I usually do a lot of black and white covers, and the H&M be wrote like in red. All right. They did an article, commercial, on the inside for some out clothes they had, because I, I think it is a clothing outdoor store. And they had an African boy standing there. And you know what the fucking – now, I'm not usually picky about shit right. like this. Sometimes this shit's a little bit petty to me. But you gotta admit, they sh- either they, either they're the stupidest fucking advertisers I've ever heard of, or they just didn't, you know, they're just trying to make not a statement per se or being assholes. I don't know which. But the boy's wearing a hoodie that says "coolest monkey in the jungle." <laughs> it's an African American boy. That's no shit. They've since took the ad down, but I did get a chance to see it. Can Man. you believe that shit? It's a no, purple hoodie. Or maybe I should say I can. The world is just getting crazier. Who the hell Stupider. thought that? I mean, who thought that up? Oh, there's an African boy here. Oh, put him in the one that says coolest monkey in the jungle. That'll be just so cute. Yeah, that's really. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is wrong people? That's nuts. I saw that and I'm like, boy, somebody didn't think it through. 
That's a sad story. It's sad, but it, I guess you could call it mixed emotions. Denver mom is getting eight years in prison because she decided to have six shots of vodka and somehow got her keys locked in the car. I don't know exactly what the deal was. Left the car locked all night long with her two-year-old baby in there. And it got hyperthermia and frostbite because it was in the conditions like we're having up here. Oh, wow. That's awful. Now, the good part I'm saying is at least she got, they found the baby and it did survive. It's alive. But, damn. And she sat there and she kept saying shit in the courtroom. I heard the courtroom thing where she says, I got a problem. I know it. I'm like, yeah, you got a fucking problem, all right. Yeah, I, I should say. You got a real huge fucking problem. But I couldn't believe it. But I'm glad he gave her eight years in prison. I don't know how much of that she'll actually serve. But yeah, I don't know. See. Ben Vereen. You know who he is, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the guy yeah. from uh, Roots. Yeah, yeah. Big, he's won, yeah. like, I think, three Tony Awards. Yeah, Something yeah, real like big that. on uh, Broadway, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, they must have been accused of some of that uh, messing around with women and shit, and, you know, like the other guys have been doing. Oh, really? Yeah. He's come out wow. and apologized, and it was during his, I believe he was directing Hair on stage is what it said, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. And, or Hairspray, excuse me. Oh, okay. And uh, there was a few of the women there that uh, they said that he got in a hot tub naked and then he had him. He was up against them and shit and all that. And I'm like, which I, you know, you, you know, it's probably true if he's apologizing for it. Because I'm a goddamn if I'm going to apologize for a fucking thing I didn't do. Right. So, I mean, that's just, I'm, I'll tell you straight up. That's never going to happen. Sounds nuts. Yeah. But uh, I guess he, he, I guess he did. Deshaun Stewart, 24-year-old, Columbus, Ohio. He works for the post office, or he did. All right. And uh, I guess somehow he lost his job. And he felt two people in particular were responsible for it. And not only was his supervisor, he, was, he actually lives in Dublin, Ohio, I guess. He was a supervisor and... The Dublin postmaster outside of depart- her apartment complex, he shot and killed him. Oh, man. Not only did he shoot and kill him, but he shot and killed him naked. He was naked when he shot and killed him, running in the street. Yes. Yeah. This is somebody's clock. It ain't wound too fucking tight. Just saying. I but, guess. Uh, man. I just... I mean, was the job that important? I mean, even if if they were responsible, even if they were the biggest fucking assholes that ever graced the presence of this earth, and you lost your job down at the post office there, Cliff, (laughs) you mean to tell me (laughs) it's that important that you go shoot these fucking people? And they'll spend the rest of your life in prison. Hell, who knows? May get death fucking row. Man, I don't know. 
people think about shit before you do shit. Make sure that it's worth it. That ain't worth it to me. Shit, no. Hell, they could fire me tomorrow where I work at now. I ain't going to go kill no fucking body. Right. Well, apparently, Wilmington, North Carolina is officially recognized. Apparently, they've been talking about this for a long time. This is where the title of our story comes in. Already. Apparently, they've been accused, and people that come into town and shit that aren't from there say that it smells like cat piss here. <laughs> the whole town. I've been to Wilmington, North Carolina, and I don't remember it smelling like that, but it has been a number of years. We're talking like shit, back in 1998 before, since I've been, probably, right. in the city of Wilmington, North Carolina. And I don't recall it smelling like cat piss. But if it smells like cat piss, they're saying that it's they've finally acknowledged it and they've started to figure out which factories are actually causing it to smell this way. So hmm. I don't know exactly what they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to like throw some litter in there, get a big giant <laughs> poop scoop or what, man. But I don't know. Could you imagine your city? Oh. Uh. <clears throat> I mean, the first thing I thought of, what I thought of, like, man, because that's what meth, when you cook it, smells like. And uh, I'm sitting there thinking, maybe they got a bunch of fucking meth heads down at Wilmington, North Carolina. I don't know. Right, it's like right. y'all cooking the shit up. And I had a motherfucker, man, I went with a friend of mine one time to a house. This was here in Ohio. He was trying to get a house to live in. And it was down right. 6th Street, not too far from me where I'm at now. And uh, we go in. And I'm kidding you, man. I am not kidding. You know, if you're going to tell the truth, if you're going to start to rent a place to some fucking body, all right? As soon as you walked in, I mean, it reeked of cat piss. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it was meth heads. That's the worst case scenario. I don't think it was meth heads, though, that were living there. Honestly, what I think is I think it had a male cat that just sprayed the shit out of the fucking house. So I asked the owner, I said, man, y'all met some cats here before? said, I ain't no animals ever been in this house. I was like, yeah, motherfucker, right. <laughs> Who the hell you think you're talking to, dude? I mean, you could smell it as soon as you walked in. It was reeking. I mean, he didn't even try to clean it, or if he did, it wasn't coming out. All right. The other. It was terrible. I'll never forget that. We did. Of course, my buddy didn't rent it. But wow. It would have took at least a $500 damn dollar job to get the shit out of, that, out of that house. It was that bad. Yikes. You would have had to pressure wash. I mean, you might have. Oh, wow. If they got into the carpet, you probably would have had to tear it up and lay new carpet. That's how hmm. bad it was. And this dude didn't like he was wanting to come off any money to put any carpet down, which is probably why he was lying about any cats being there in the first fucking place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's a story for you for today. But uh, other than that, I think that's about all I got. You got anything you want to give? Nah, I'm good, man. That's good. That's the first Monday we've had since before. First Christmas. Monday in a long time, yeah. We yeah. had uh, Christmas and New Year's and things are getting back to normal. Right, right. Oh, I did want to make mention that January the 23rd, well, actually, January the 18th will be our last 45-minute show. Okay. After that, we're going to have to do 30-minute shows because our subscription's running. Okay. 
what I and what I want to wait on is when I get my taxes back. The reason why I'm not going to renew it right away is I want to go back to that plan we had before. I just want to go one more plan up, and I'm going to get it when I get my taxes back. All right. And so we'll be, and, and the reason why I want to get it is I like the statistics on it. It gives right. you like where everybody's listening at. And another thing is, is I'm not saying I want to go to no hour and a half, two hour show. I don't, but I want to keep it at 45 minutes in that area. But the right. thing I want to do is, is I want to have, you know, I don't want to feel rushed at the end when we have these shows that sometimes go right up into 45 minutes. I don't want to be sitting there going, all right, we're going to go by. See ya. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. 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 So I want to be like, be able to have a, you know, Say bye and have a close it's at the end. So right. that's the reason why I'm thinking about doing that. The statistics are a hell of a lot better as far as that part goes. Well, I've read my mouth long enough. Um, we'll be back here Thursday night at 11. I actually remembered it was Monday. And I haven't worked since Saturday and don't go back to work to Wednesday. Wow. Yeah. I had a little mini vacation. But uh, I'm getting paid for one of those days, though. But still, it's all right. With that being said, if you ain't got nothing, we'll be back Thursday night at 11. Billy will have the show for us then. He's going to get everything together for us with that. All right. With the Capital One Saver card, you earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment. That's 4% cash back on We Scream for ice cream. Oh, oh, I want strawberry. And 4% while you're screaming at the amusement park. Capital One Saver Card. Earn 4% on dining and 4% on entertainment. Now, when you and the family go out, you cash in. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Capital One Bank, USANA. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.375%, APR 4.65%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 2.13% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. 